Sunday evening, woke up late, daylight savings time, kind of full off of uh, pancakes and omelets and shit like that. Uh, took a nap. I hate one of them extra full naps because you wake up feeling kind of weird and you still uh, your food is still digesting and shit like that. It's vicious, man. Um, I'm good. I'm uh, chilling. You guys haven't heard from me and us in a couple of weeks, um, you know what I mean, my, you know, different things going on in our lives or whatnot, but I felt like I didn't want to let two weeks go by without doing something for you guys. Um, shit. I was bored up for 10 years as an only child. I thought I would have been the only child forever. My sister's 10 years younger than me or whatnot. So just in the difference of... Um, the way that that moves, I'm used to talking to and about myself. <laughs> it's me by myself right now today. Um, I might add a few things later on in the podcast. I might not. It might just be me. It might be an abbreviated episode with me. But I wanted to make sure that I still uh, let you guys know and, and put the flare out that uh, the content that I want to put out there is is there. Um you know, uh, my partners are not here today. Uh, Kelly Q, R. Dot. Um, no, it's nothing bad. You know, um, everybody got their own things they got to deal with. And absolutely believe it at that. But not a, you know, one of those podcasts where I'm going to let you delve personally into who we are and what we do. That's not for you, um, unfortunately. We're here to bring the ha-ha and, and, and the funny and, you know, and the good shit and the lighthearted shit and all that. So um, everything is all good. Um, Mr. Know-It-All, this is the Mr. Know-It-All podcast. Um, this officially is going to be episode 108. Um, it was a few things on the docket because uh, we I was supposed to record last week. We didn't get a chance to. I'll bring some things up, um, you know, especially about the Jussie lying and uh, more more of the, the Kanye debacle and and if you haven't seen the uh, all part all three parts of the doc, I, I want to go over that um, game on drink champs. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, 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 the Joe Button, uh, Nicki Minaj, uh, interview, which was, which was just outstanding. Um, it was just actually a good look, man. I felt like sometimes, you know, she opened up. So we want to talk about that. Uh, I'm just writing down some notes. Uh, you know, um, if you see me odd pauses or whatnot, most of the time, this is where my partners would leap in at. So I'm just trying to get it, you know. Just to get some sort of idea of what it's going to be, this episode recorded by myself. If you, you know, if you love this podcast, but you don't essentially love me hearing me talk all the time, unfortunately, this is kind of what you're gonna get this week. It's cool. Um, you know, I got my shirt on, unapologetically dope Aries. Uh, 
you know, uh, my birthday's about a month away, you know what I mean? And I think that that's one of the guiding factors in me to coming in here and actually doing this pod, you know what I mean, with, you know, in the midst of, you know, maybe a little turmoil that we're going through um, as of right now. I still need to give content and also time is my currency, folks. Um, Certain things I do not want to let slow me down. Um, You know, I I really want to give you guys what I can dish out. So even if it's an abbreviated podcast, you guys are like, oh, that's a motherfucker, man. He's, you know what I mean? It's, you know, the jokes ain't cracking, ain't nothing popping. It's him by himself talking on the microphone. Here, there's nothing wrong with motherfuckers that have podcasts that talk on their own. So I'm going to talk on my own. Um, I'm even, you know, maybe bring up a little bit of uh, my own shit. You know what I mean? You know, just a reflective just the uh just just to bust it up with y'all um you know you guys can hit me back on on the gmail you know i'm instead of me sitting up here just saying shit i'm gonna start giving y'all some of the real about how i feel about the way that this podcast is going but as i always do <clears throat> Without further ado. By the way, I don't want to write this music at all. Nope. Let it play, let it play. We don't know the rights to this music. Better be turn this shit up a little bit. Bam! Coming through. Yeah. Now we're Shit, I might have a couple surprises for you, man. I might play some old rap shit. I used to rap a little bit. I can't give you no freestyles over this though. Shit. Serato. I think feeling the vibe, man. I think wanting to talk about myself. Shit, I'm just waking up. But God is good. Yeah. 
Mr. Know It All Pack. So we don't know the right to this music. Good Lord. Where have I put myself? First episode by myself. After 108 attempts. If you can't stand on your own too, where can you stand? No, my own baby. Yeah. I guess you're supposed to talk about the context, but I guess I'm on my own, man. I'm going to turn this down a little bit or whatnot because I want to bring up something else, man. I want to bring up something else, man. I got to. I got to. This is the one thing I guess you get to do by yourself when your partner's not here. I get to be a little selfish. Let it rock, baby. Oh, shit. This is my shit right here. Remember I told you I used to rap a little bit, right? Uh, uh, let me see. No, 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 no. This next joint is called Let the shit League back. of Extraordinary MCs. By the multi-talented League of Extraordinary MCs. You know, you gotta have some balls if you gonna call yourself extraordinary. Yo! Featuring Vita Vali. I'm gonna let this shit rock. This shit is so what up, League? Throw it for us, baby. I'm knocking everything down now. You knew that I would. And it's the only thing I'm good at. So I make sure that I do it good. Playing too much. I ain't gonna say I own the race to this music. Because I do. Like a billion heads. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Let it thump, let it thump. If the race let it it's me. I can get both niggas plugged in the Nebuchadnezzar. Whoa! I'm shred on the metal to catch him. So off guard, the crosswalk, I look like it hauled off and decked Ooh. Nothing to F with. See, I know. You play a wolf game, she I Joe. I make the Sorry, you two. You might not get none of this. Nigga, you can see I'm dope. Oh. And now we champions. High enough to hear the Lord's laugh. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
the disciple of rock. Dave! What up, y'all? I'm just having a little fun right now. City Ball! Like a coat, nipple, and a wet t-shirt. I own the right to this music. CD by. Whoa. 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 Train it for a diving event. Whoa. Vita. Whoa. 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 Bring it back around. Mike, Let's go. Is square like the garden where the Knicks play. Sipping on that sour mash till I can't pitch straight. Then leave DNA all in the shower with your bitch day. Plus, you got a mixtape that I could just shred. Your profit is dead. Used to put a clock to your head and click. Now we on tour with a pocket of bread. I'm so sick. The hotel got a hospital. Let's go. Get your weak perm. Like big word. How my peeps rolling. You cold pussy. Your mixtape should come with a free Trojan. Yeah. And you ain't bad at all. I snake ass. Focus like I took an Adderall. It's me. It's just me. For Looking for something to get into. That my cipher, you can get it if you enter. Yep, man, you get it. We the perfect intender. Hey, nigga, we move like a ninja, dressed in all black, looking for something to get into. That my cipher, you can get it if you enter. Yep, man, you get it. We the perfect intender. Welcome, 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 welcome back to episode 108 of. The Mr. Know-It-All Podcast. I am your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. Mr. Know-It-All, a.k.a. Michael Voorhees, b.k.a. Keith Saunders, and a.k.a. Haiku if you want to be rapper about it. All of that shit. And I'm here, man. Back in effect, vest mask and the tech, and I love it. I love it. And I'm on my own today. But it's just me by myself, man. But it's okay, man. I'm used to it. Like I told y'all, I'm used to it. I think I said pre-roll... I might have been recording when I said, look, I was an only child for 10 years. I'm a truck driver. I'm used to being by myself. I'm used to doing things by myself sometimes. Um, for, you know, reasons under my, out of my control, sometimes, you know, we got to do what we got to do. I just didn't want another week go by to go by without giving you all the content that you deserve. Um, there have been many uh, trial and error situations that have gone on with this. It's completely, utterly Funded, ran, operated, produced, and starred in by yours truly. Of course, my podcast partners, Kelly Q, R.Rod, I don't hear. They normally, you know, here to show love, here to show support. But um, I'm pretty much, you know, kind of used to doing a lot of things by myself. Uh, this week is just me. Um, 
I'm thinking that maybe I'll spend a few more records or whatnot. Um, I'm, my background, I don't think I ever really talked about my background. Excuse me. <clears throat> Allergies suck. My background essentially is in recording. Um, I was an MC for a long, long time before I branched out to do shows and parties with uh, the Craftmasters Entertainment Group, LLC. Um, long time, man, long time. Um, I'll get a little, I'll give you a little backstory. It is what it is. It wasn't in the case you don't know me. Um, if you always thought it was about the ha ha he he and who the fuck is this nigga, I'll tell you a little something about me. Um, but shout out to all the platforms, all the Spotify's, all the Google's, all the Apple, uh, podcast, uh, the SoundCloud, Stitcher, all those people, especially YouTube. Uh, much love to you. Um, get with us on IG at Mr. Underscore Know It All Underscore Pod. The Facebook fan page, the Mr. Pan page, fan page, the Mr. Know It All Podcast fan page. And please send us all your fuckery, duckery, and schmuckery over to the Gmail account at Mr. Know It All Pod at gmail.com. That's Mr. Know It All Pod at gmail.com. Um, normally do a catch up right now. Um, I guess I can just go into what I was talking about before, man. Um, for a long time, I was that guy, you know what I mean? Trying to get a deal. Trying to be a rapper, trying to get a deal, trying to make shit happen in that way. Um, buddy of mine, shout out to LF Days. He won a contest with Loud Records. This was back, shoot, back in like 09, if I'm not mistaken, 08, 09. Um, won a contest. We kind of on our way and whatnot. It was, a, you know, something in order to, you know, help catapult one of us. He's a producer and rapper, so it was, you know, helping. He's the one that produced that track that I just played. Uh, My Cypher slash League of Extraordinary MCs. That was the name of the group. At the time, whatnot, but mind you, this is that wasn't my first go around, no, my second, no, my third at this rap shit. I had been doing it for at least, at least ten years before, you know, I had ever even recorded something like that. So, um, you know, I got my own albums, mixtapes, and shit like that. So when I say rapper, um, the scale that I've done, the highest scale that I've done something at is I've opened up for Lupe Fiasco. I've recorded with, uh, not recorded. Yeah, actually, not really recorded with, but I've done songs with, you know, some, you know, Philly artists that have, you know, been around some of the Enesses, some of the, uh, the, the Gilly the Kids, do, you know what I mean? But it's kind of by proxy. Um, probably met them once or twice, but never like personally to the point where it's like, hey, yo, yeah, I mean, we're going to get on a song together. A lot of that shit was by proxy. Done shows with like Miss Jade and, you know, Tone Trump, uh, it was a DJ Envy album release part, not album release part, like a birthday party a couple times. Um, things that I did and whatnot from, you know. But shit been so long ago that more than likely a lot of people don't remember, you know what I mean, shit like that. I mean, everybody's got their own career on where did they've got it, things, and I've never held on to anything and kind of saying that I deserve to make moves because of that. Um, probably about seven years ago, um, hip-hop seemed as if that it was going in a different direction than maybe my state of mind was or my style or brand of hip-hop. Uh, the love really wasn't there like that no more. Don't get me wrong. I love making music, but I feel as if that... I think that there, there are certain people that uh, do things on a different type of plane. And I'm not saying... Takes nothing away from the people that, you know, that do what they do today. It's just not, a lot of it is not for me because it's not the same. I don't feel as if that, the thought, my thought process went into bars. 
one in the lyrics, one in the making you think. Um, a lot of people are kind of in a, their creative niche is a little different. And it's fine by me. You know, it's something, I, you know, shit you really can't control. I don't really know what to tell anybody that feels the same way about hip-hop today as they felt before. But it, it grows, it evolves. Um, so in the midst of that, I, you know, I tried to, you know, start doing shows and parties, doing the transformation. Um, things are working out. But just like everything else in my life, it seems like um, a lot of the footwork, you know, comes from me doing it by myself. And I think it's because it's my dream. It's my dream. It's my aspiration. It's what I have on my mind. It's the shot that I want to give to it. So I go out there full throttle when I, I try to make it happen for me. Um, it sucks because at the more and more things elevate, the more and more just by proxy, you have to be more hands-on. Um, so as I start getting more hands-on with certain things, it becomes more and more difficult to navigate. Um, I had to stop on the shows and parties because shit, life was getting in the way, man. It's just, it was so much to do, to plan, to structure, to promote, to do all of that essentially by yourself and whatnot, especially if the funding, if you, you don't have any capital for it and things like that weren't coming back in, like I said before. Ask, ask, as you may, um, a lot of times people have to believe in your vision in order to kind of go with what you're talking about. Stay with me because a lot of times I'm Aries. I talk in hyperboles. I, I, you know, I might sound like the architect on the end of the, the second matrix, but I want you to kind of listen to what I'm saying because it, it, I'm going somewhere with it instead of me just being flat out saying, motherfuckers suck or, or, you know what I'm saying? People don't, don't move the way I move and whatnot. I can't blame nobody in no situation but me. So I am here. This podcast journey, as you know, we, you know, we're over two years in now. And it is one of those things where this is still my baby. Um, I have to nurture it. I have to, you know, move with it in a certain way, in a certain aspect. Even to spin off the till death do us or whatnot, I have to be and move with that accordingly. Um, people don't care until they see residuals, until they see some sort of result from you. So therefore, that's what I've been working on this entire time, just trying to get those type of things going. Um, it's very, very difficult, and I'm not bitching. Um, but the reason why I'm here today uh, solo is because I refuse to let another week go by without y'all getting some sort of content. So, you know what I'm saying? We here. Um, I got my little Serato hooked up. You know what I mean? I wish it was a call in. I wish people could, you know what I mean? Call in and say, hey, you, Mr. Know-it-all, can you please play this shit or blah, blah, blah. I ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, if I feel like I'm going to play some music, I'm going to play some music that I like. And more than likely, it's going to be something that um, I had a part in. So I ain't got to worry about the situation running with the YouTube because I want to put this on YouTube as well. Um, shout out to YouTube. Uh, this is a little off topic, but I heard that they're um, looking at looking for podcasts to do uh, specifically audio to move over to YouTube, and they're looking to fund it, which is wild to me because a, play, um, a podcast like mine don't do the greatest numbers on YouTube, but I've been I do better numbers on audio, but I've been still, 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 still doing both for over on a regular basis for over a year. So holla at me, YouTube. Um, yeah. And now for all of you who like to think big, here's Mr. Know-It-All. It's 
me. Show me love. Give me love. Thank me. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, man. Some here. Um, what's the best way to go about, you know, just explaining, you know what I mean, the moves that I'm making? Or my thought process in this whole situation. Um, my partners are definitely still with me. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, you know, as far as personal issues go, that's their personal issues. Um, I'm there for them a, a 10,000% when it comes down to these things. So, but like I said, those things are personal and I'll leave that uh, up to them. Um, and exactly how we navigate, you know, moving forward. I'm, I'm just hoping that things clear up so we can, you know, keep keep going with the way that things are going. Um, normally I would have a guest um, or somebody, you know, fill in maybe to do it a little bit different. Um because people's schedules are their schedules. Today, mm, like I said before, if you see later on that somebody fills in, um, my wife and my sister-in-law and their friend, it's her birthday, so she, you know, something's down here. I may ask her to come down or, you know, to say hi or something like that. But if they're not able to, I'm not forcing the issue. Like I said, I wanted to get this product out there to you. Um, I'll add me. Um, I would really love y'all feedback on just in general, what you think about the podcast on a regular basis um, before I even get started on any of that. The first thing I'm going to do, though, is um, I'm going to go I'm going to do this particularly this week. Um, something that things that I forgot from last week and I know it's like, damn, man, that shit is long gone. But let's go to things we got to get to first. Um First, I want to send a, a rest in peace to uh, was it Kelly Meyer, Kelly Mayer, I believe, because um, I, I had wrote this down and I wanted to, you know, um, the the soccer player from Stanford um, that was found dead. She was she was actually missing for a little while, and um, I guess it was it was ruled via suicide. Like, mind you, this is probably a story that's like two weeks old. <laughs> like I said before, it was supposed to be something. That we mentioned last week that I didn't get to, so I just wanted to say that, um, uh, um, yeah, prayers to them. Now, um, you know, rest in peace to Johnny Brown, Bookman from Good Times. Uh, you from the hood, like I'm from the hood. Good Times was our shit. Love me some Good Times. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's. Let me see what else I put down. Um, you know, the situation with Ukraine. Um, it, it 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 it's sad, but I want to circle back around to that shit in a second. What I do want to talk about first and foremost is um the gas prices. <laughs> the gas prices, gas and food is vicious right now, and I think everybody else in the kind of knows about this shit. Um, you know, if you're traveling anywhere, if you're doing anything, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a monster. Um, you know, everything is reaching upwards, you know, towards $5 and it don't look like it's coming down anytime soon. I could give you my conspiracy theories or whatnot, but I don't really feel as if that that's the reason why I'm here. You know what I mean? To give you conspiracy theories about, you know what I mean? The reason why things are the way that they are. We're talking about the United States government. You're talking about the government all over the world or whatnot. If I tell you one thing and it's my conspiracy theory to be 15 people that could tell you 15 different things. I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. 
We are here. We are back in one of these I am legend modes with the fucking gas that's out of control or whatnot. And I'm just telling everybody to be careful out there um, because the higher, the more of a commodity that, some, commodity that something regular becomes, the more and more likely that a motherfucker is trying to get it for free. Think about what I just said. The, the more and more of a commodity that something regular becomes, the more and more you have a motherfucker out there looking to rob, cheat, steal, pillage, rape, and kill in order to get it for free. So just be careful. Be careful with the motherfucking gas pump. Last thing you need is niggas hitting niggas over the head and stealing gas and siphoning gas or, you know what I'm saying, stealing jacking niggas for their gas cars. It's that real, man. It's that real. Don't get it fucked up. And people out here be on that bullshit. Um... Damn, I never talked about Joy Behar falling on uh falling on on set of the view. That's kind of crazy. I didn't know she was close to 80. That's kind of vicious. But she fell, she got right up. Won't be told to get her ass up. She was all right. She was cool. Um what else? Uh uh You know how when things go from week to week, so the Sixers, I'm a big time Sixers fan. The Sixers are on fire. They still essentially are on fire. They won. Five out of six games um, before they walked into or before the Nets walked into the Wells Fargo Center and proceeded to beat the living shit out of the Sixers. I mean, Kyrie and KD made them look very, very pedestrian. You know what I'm saying? And we were at full speed. So I think it's just a shell shock. It was awakening factors like, all right, all right, now y'all back down to earth. So they get it together. I'm recording this on Sunday. They got a game against the Magic tonight. So we're going to see how the Sixers work things out. Um, what else here? Uh, uh, Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart have scheduled, a, um, I want to say it's a five-city tour right now. I don't have my researcher here. And, then, you know, I'm not going to research in the middle of the of podding. Um, that's cool, man. And there's tickets that are left. They are high as giraffe's asses. So I'm like, Something that I want to do, something that I want to go to. It, it sounds great. The biggest thing is that who's going to be the fucking headliner? I think in certain cities they may alternate. I mean, come on, man. My my opinion is going to be my opinion. I'm a Philly guy. I love Kevin Hart. Chris Rock was. I actually went to see Chris Rock live. I forget exactly which show it was. I think it was. Oh man. Not to never scare it, it was it was quite some time ago. It was like ten years ago. I want to go see him live. Chris Rock might be one of the funniest people on stage that I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Point blank, period. He is he is fucking hilarious, and I think his material is just a little bit more adult. Um, and honestly, I think he got the time. He got the time period on on Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart is more successful, yeah, but I think Chris Rock is just that guy. I. Me, personally, I would say that Chris Rock should headline. He should go up last. But, you know, how that go. Kevin Hart's the billion-dollar guy. He's the one with all the movies and shit like that. He's more relevant right now. So they'll probably do it that way. But either one of them could sell them tickets. So shout-out to that. I am definitely definitely want to try to make it out to that. Um, yeah, man, I didn't have a whole lot more. Oh, yeah, back to Ukraine. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Wait a Wait a fucking minute, man. Hold the fuck up. What do you want me, you pussy? Yo, so wait. Yo, what I'm not understanding is Russia is hell-bent. I don't, regardless of what we know about it, because we'll never know the full exact story, 
of exactly why Russia is trying to overrun Ukraine and throw them off kilter and try to get them the fuck out of there and take over. Um, I mean, we got our ideas. I mean, it's always about some sort of resource or something like that. Um, but I know it, you know, the UN comes into it and, and NATO and all of the extra shit. Here's my big thing. There were, I guess there were some African college students or African uh uh not want to say refugees because they could be wrong, but some people that were just there. And the the city, I think the head, the capital city was under 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 attack. And, you know, attack was imminent. And they were looking to evacuate people. They were getting them on buses. And from what I saw is that they were shooing the African black people away from the bus to make sure that the white people got on the bus. So all of this that's going on, you could be killed any moment by a stray missile from Russia, yet racism still rears his ugly head. That blows my mind, folks. That blows my fucking mind. That we do a lot of bitching and we do a lot of talking about the, you know what I'm saying, our, our socioeconomical situation in America, and we talk a whole, whole lot about just, you know, the rights of black people and the way that we've been treated, period. This shit is stupid. This is stupid. Because you mean to tell me that even in death, even in the threat of, 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 of annihilation, there is still room for a little bit of racism and hatred. So that means it's a situation that's ingrained. It's fucking ingrained. It's inside of us. If the waters run deeper than any surface thing that you could ever say, you know what I mean? I don't know exactly what it is. What is it easier to pick out a person of color, especially a black person because of your skin tone, to say, okay, one of these things is not like the other, especially when it comes down to a, a, a country or a place where everybody is fair-skinned? But to me, I, I find it to be ridiculous. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you now, I don't know. Here's the, here's the thing that blows my mind. I don't know that if in America, if that, was going, if that would happen, if things would be any different. I just don't think so. I don't think so. I believe that racism runs deep. And if it runs that deep, even across the world or whatnot, I feel like there's a sense of entitlement that comes along with being white. Maybe not being white. Maybe just not being black. There you go. I won't even say being white. I'm just saying not being black. And it's it's an almost it's it seems like it's an automatic. It seems like it's an automatic. What makes you shoo people away from a bus? Like, no, nah, y'all can't get on this bus. They're coming in to attack us or whatnot. Like that missile got a name on it. And oh, it's only going to attack the the white Ukrainian people. It ain't going to attack you. Yo, it's, this is this is madness. It's madness. It's really, really bad. And I'm going to tell you, I really, really think that if it was America, especially in, in circles that are not populated by people of color, or strongly populated, should I say, it would be an issue. I mean, listen. I, I listen. What do you want to you pussy? Argue with your mama. I don't give a fuck. Because today, my opinion is the only one that fucking matters. But that shit was, was stupid. And I want y'all to find a way. Just find a way to start looking at people 
just giving people an equal shake. I don't know where we went wrong. Well, I do know where we went wrong. And I can point out every instance where I feel as if that we went wrong or where we go wrong. You know what I mean? To this day. This shit got to stop. This shit got to stop. I really wish it was an alien invasion. Because I want to see exactly how the aliens will react to people, to the human beings, hating other human beings as much as we hate each other. It's sickening. It's sickening. All right, I'm not gonna bog the situation down um, too much. I wanted, I did want to talk about, and this was last week, but I wanted to bring this up this week. Um, I had asked a question. As a matter of fact, maybe I could possibly bring it up. I didn't ask. The, I had asked a question on the uh, on the fan page, and it was in reference to something. My wife had called me. Um, in the middle of the workday one day, she's like, yo, do you see what's going on with this uh, this transgender swimmer? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, a transgender swimmer is, uh, and I think we spoke about it before on the podcast. We, 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 we spoke about it before. We spoke about uh, just, you know what I mean, exactly what... Um, what was happening with essentially what it was is there was a there was a swimmer uh that was born male okay this swimmer that was born male identified later on as female and essentially what he did was he began to go through the transition and beginning to make moves and, 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 you know, hormone therapy or whatever else it is. Um, essentially, still athlete, still a swimmer. During this time where you would consider him a man, male, whatever you want to call him. Um, guess he was in, the, in, in, as far as colleges goes, he was ranked uh, 160th, 168th or something along those lines. When he made a transition to female, and I guess they felt like it was complete in which he compete can compete with the females, he's now number one. And I think we talked about this. Uh, yeah, we did talk about him, you know, being that way before. But I think the sensitivity comes a lot into this. Uh, my question itself was, what are your thoughts about men who identify as women, transgender, competing in women's sports? Um, the answers that I've got... Um, are more more along the lines of trying to trying to be sensitive to the issue of identification and sexuality, less to do with about sports. Um, and I think it's because of, we always had this talk about equality. We go back and forth about you know what I mean equality, what we want to be equal. So sports is one of those things into which that. There's a lot of backlash and, you know what I mean, that go along, goes along with it and whatnot because when it comes down to it, a lot of it, a lot of times, I'm an asshole. Like, you ask me, if you ask me the reason why WNBA players are not paid as much as NBA players, I'll tell you because the NBA actually has more of a head start on it. The NBA brings in 12 times the revenue that the WNBA brings in, and I think that the product on the court might be a little bit better. Don't, listen... That's my opinion. But, you know, I mean, your opinion is what your opinion does when you start talking about 
whatever the product is. But the fact of the matter is that is not, it is not uh, an opinion that they bring in more as far as the revenue goes. Anything that brings in 12 times revenue is going to have a way in order to steer. The lowest paid player on a bench in the NBA is making at least $5 million a year, give or take. But one of the highest paid players, Brittany Griner, and oh yeah, prayers to Brittany Griner for, for you know, the situation over in Russia, um, you know, her being detained. But she's making one of the reasons why people are kind of upset. They're like, yo, this should be no reason why Brittany Griner, one of the top WNBA stars, should have to go over to Russia during the offseason. <sighs> she makes $220,000 a year, um, which is... It, it yeah, I, I get what y'all where y'all coming from. It's 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 all bullshit. It really is. It, it sucks. That portion of it sucks. But I'm not here to argue about the revenue stream and, and and how you know the WNBA is funded and who treats you know and and their sponsorship. I'm not really. I don't really want to go through it with all that. But what I do want to do is just kind of lean it back to the topic and talk about um this woman. <sighs> I really don't know exactly what hormone therapy does to muscle mass, bone structure, and 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 ligament agility or tendon agility. Um, I do know that the fastest man is faster than the fastest woman. I do know that the stronger strongest man is uh, stronger than the strongest woman. I do know that the best the best basketball player is better. The best male basketball player is better than the best female basketball player. I mean, there's, I'm sorry, that's just kind of what it is. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's because of the bone. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna say bone structure because that's to me that sounds that even sounds that sounds like some sort of segregation or or even partially racism when he used to say shit like, you know, black people had extra bones in their feet. That's why he was faster or whatnot. I'm just talking about. Men and women, the definition, you know what I mean? Just, just the way that they're assigned differently or whatnot. This, unfortunately, that's that's the way that it is. Like, it, it, it is, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're different creatures. We're the same species, but we are, we're different. So, cool. But when you get over there and you begin to dominate, I think he's dominating because he's still in a man's body. Caitlyn, all right, put it like this. Let's talk about Bruce Jenner transitioning to Caitlyn Jenner. Bruce Jenner won, I think, twice the decathlon, the Olympic decathlon. You know what I'm saying? Heroic Olympian, one of the greatest of all time in everything that he does, in the men's side of it. If he did it in the women's side, it wouldn't have been, he would have won it 12 times because if he made that transition. Shit, he might be able to compete today. That's how good he was as a man. I know that sounds like assholeism. It's like, come on, dog. You, what the fuck is you talking about? I mean, he's like eighty, but I'm like, dude, this is this is a we're we're, we're kind of we're toting a fine line when we start talking about this. A man, let me stop because I don't want to get canceled by myself. This is what my partners would normally come in. A man should not play women's sports. A woman should not play man's sports until we find. Some sort of situation that makes it equal. Like, you know how when you like mixed figure skating and stuff like that? I get it. But when we start talking about this swimming shit, you know what I mean? And how much faster in the pool than Michael Phelps was, you know what I mean? To to 
the Olymp the women Olympians or or the women swimmers or whatnot. That's not a fair shake. You know what I'm saying? Just this is not a fair shake. So even though the hormone therapy is there, who's to say that the hormone therapy is a situation that turns you more? It it, it put it like this: it's, it's showing it. It doesn't slow you down. It does not stop your man muscles or your 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 speed as a man, your testosterone. Even though you're not, it's, it's trying to shut down the testosterone. It doesn't stop the testosterone from being as effective as it always as it always is. And point blank, period. I just think that he has an advantage. He's always going to have an advantage. He's always going to have an advantage and whatnot because that's just you know what I mean. God made him that way. And don't get me, I'm not going back and forth about none of that shit because that's your choice is your choice. I don't give a fuck what you decide. You you know you want to do. But I do think in a situation like this, when it affects other people, you have to give it a double T. Because it's not cool. I don't even know what has been done about this. I haven't even been keeping up with the story. What I do know is that there's been a lot of backlash about this. But people are very, very, very sensitive because they want to tote the line rather than kind of state the facts. Um, uh, uh, a friend of ours, Lakia, she's the one that made the uh, made the cups for us. Shout out to her. Um she said, I have so many mixed thoughts about uh, about the LBGTQIA community and questions like this. I just don't think that it's fair because we are all because we all know that the strength of a man is different than a woman. So I feel like they're more they're more likely to win at things. Uh, but if the transition is uh, if they transition fully, they have the same strength, I guess. Um, it makes me think of Joanna Man. She said, Joanna, Joanna, man. Like, hold the fuck up. What do you want me, you pussy? If you seen Joanna, man, you kind of knew what the situation was. You know, um, said, although it was a comedy, uh, that is real for folks in that community. So I honestly don't know. It's a hard one. Um, uh, God... Buddy of my guy of mine used to um come over and um check out some of the live shows I used to do, a guy named Jeff. Uh basically said, in my opinion is that it's unfair to biological women. Uh I'm all for trans people being treated equally and not being discriminated against, as I support people uh being able to be who they are openly. If trans men, male to female, uh, we're going into men's sports and competing at the same level as biological men. My opinion would be different. Uh, that, however, is not the case. So it's not right for trans women to compete against biological women. Period. Um, like I said, I'm not saying anything. You know, this, these are opinions of people that are on the page. They were saying exactly how they feel. Um, you know, none of this shit is essentially gospel. It's all opinion. It's all opinion, folks. Uh, me personally, I'm like, eh. I kind of feel the way he feel. Like I said before, I I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. And even with all the treatments, um, I just don't think it's fair. Uh, uh, my cousin, Dave, he's been on the show before, my cousin Gaim. Um, he kind of went in what he said. Uh, he said, I can't answer completely, but if you identify as another sex, uh, it's your body and how you feel. In my eyes, you're a human and deserve to be respected. Um, when it comes to competing in different sports, being trans, not sure of all the advantages biologically. Uh, are there some advantages? Yes. 
but it also depends on the amount of testosterone in the male to female person. Um, if that individual is taking uh, feminizing hormone therapy, it might not be an advantage. Mm. Uh, but truthfully, uh, <clears throat> but truthfully, some of you men just suck in sports anyway, so it would not make much of a difference. I can understand that portion of it. I do. Uh, wife came back and it said. But the, the swimmer's name is Leah. She was ranked 160th when she swam as a man, and now is ranked number one or, or in the top 10 in college swimming now that she is swimming on a female team. Uh, she is physically built different. But she says she is physically built extremely different than the women that are on her team. That's understandable. Like I said, it's bone structure, things that, that kind of come into play when it comes to that. I think that a lot, a lot of it has to do with us tiptoeing around, man. Tiptoeing around uh, our true, true feelings about it because you don't want to be canceled or you don't want people to feel any type of way. Um, me personally, I try to you know stick to the fairness of a situation. I try to stick to a fairness of a situation and whatnot. Um, this is not a singing competition. This is not a uh, what else? What else? Don't not an acting competition. Um, this is more along the lines of. This is brute force, speed, you know what I mean? Things that 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 it takes for athletes to make happen. You know what I mean? And I don't want to, you know, bore you guys to death with what I'm talking about, but I'm just going to be perfectly honest, man. I, I I just agree that, you know. Damn, let me put... Watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. She shouldn't, she shouldn't compete with the women. That period. She just shouldn't compete with women. I'm sorry. CGI identifies as that, but she shouldn't compete with women. That's my point. That's my opinion, man. Um, Yeah, so... I don't know, man. Like I said, I didn't have a whole, whole lot to talk about. And normally, you know, we would play a game or... You know what I'm saying? And, you know, talk shit. You know what I mean? And word of the day and all that and whatnot. But I wanted to make sure that y'all got some sort of... um some sort of content for this week and whatnot. Um, oh, man. I guess I would be remiss, man, to kind of talk about, to not talk about the journey that goes along with this or whatnot. I feel like I pussyfoot around a lot of things, you know, when it comes down to it, because I want this so bad for me and for my team, you know what I mean, and even for the people around me and whatnot. I've built a lot of this situation from the ground up. I'm in my fucking basement. The Mr. Know It All podcast is, is is brought to you by my fucking basement. <laughs> Real rap. Um, I essentially wanted to start this this podcast with a few of my homies or whatnot. Um, they didn't have the same vision. They didn't see this vision the same way that I did, which is fine because I can respect. You know, what I mean, I respect everybody's opinion and the way that they move. Um, I wish that that was the case, but it wasn't. Um, but that's kind of how you can, you can't cry over spilled milk when it comes down to it because everybody's thought process and everybody's vision is not like yours. Um, I want to talk, I just want to talk about mental health for a second. Let me talk about mental health for a second and I'll let y'all fuck go. I'll let y'all go. If y'all still rocking and y'all still listening, man, I appreciate it. Um, I think that it's a big, big deal, um in this life that that people are able to reach and stretch for what they want. 
Um, and that's in anything. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're given the opportunity, especially if you put yourself out there in that position, you say to yourself, all right, boom, I want to make, you know, make these things happen. Um, I also think that um, failure is a part of life. I and mean, we all know this. Um, I, I think that when you come up short and when you're not doing, maybe it's because a lot of times we don't do everything that we're supposed to do in order to make it happen. Um, maybe it's because we need to be more, more invested. You know what I'm saying? More invested in, in, in what we do on a regular basis. Um, me personally, I can't say that that I am the I I am the one hundred percent quintessential hmm, top tier producer and podcaster and understanding of what it takes and whatnot. Do I give a good old college try? Absolutely. Are there are there ways and things that I feel like I could make better? Of course. Um, but I feel like um. I feel like life is now in a situation into which that, and I'm only speaking for me, but I can speak for other people. You know, now nah, I can't speak for other people. I can only speak for me, but I can kind of, you know, put other people in this realm as well. I know what it's like when when life bites back. I know what it's like when we put ourselves in positions into which that we we want something, you know what I mean, and and. Life makes things tough, but I can't blame life because life is what you make of it. I don't, it's tough, man, because it's hard to say, you know what I mean? It's hard to sit here and talk to yourself and, and to talk to y'all and to say that, um, that this doesn't affect mental health. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, and I'm not talking about the absence of my partners. I'm not talking about anything. I'm just talking about the, um, the level that, that, that this podcast has been at have taken in and 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 where I've tried to take it to and you know what I mean what I've tried to pull up and and make happen in this podcast um it is it's it's rough it's rough it's rough because it's this don't mean shit to anybody but the shit that it means something to the people that it means something to and I think that um that's the weird thing about life is that there might be things that you don't care anything about, but just to be able to glimpse it from the side marks, I guess essentially is to be respected. Um, when was it? October of 19 is when we started this pod. And I am at a crossroad right now because I don't know exactly what this pod is going to do for me. I'm an Aries, so therefore it is tough for me to say let's keep the rain running with this and is nothing coming of it. You understand what I'm saying? Um you know, I've I don't know, maybe it's because it, my pride is a lot of time is in my way. Of of the some of the things that I need to do. Um, I think I need to be more of uh more assertive when it comes to certain things, or maybe just being able to accept more of what I can get from certain people. Um 
I'm gonna give y'all a little. Let me give you a little in, inside track on exactly what podcasting is about. Podcasting is not just sitting down shooting the shit with your homies. Other podcasters, when I oh, I hope there are other podcasters out here that actually get this far into this episode to listen to this. It's not about just shooting that, sitting down and shooting the shit with your homies. It's not as simple as that. I'm sorry. I wish it was. It's not. Excuse me. There's pre-production that goes into this. There's understanding exactly what it goes into keeping the sound right. When I first started a podcast, I had 15 people call me, DM me, and say, I want to start a podcast. And I gave them a list of everything that you need to start the podcast. And 14 out of the 15 people was like, oh, shit, I didn't know it took all that. This is a situation in which that I have this basement occupied. My wife works down here. You know what I mean? A lot of times during the week. But I have a lot of this space occupied for me wanting to do this. I've spent money on, you know what I mean, gadgets, computers or whatnot. But nobody tells you that the graphics update. So therefore, you have to do things like, you know, update your graphics, chips and shit like that. So sometimes things that were taking split seconds four months ago are now taking three minutes. You know what I'm saying? The things that, you know... You just have to keep keep evolving with your situation. And there's an upcoming that goes along with that. You have to really, really want it. And um, a lot of people feed you, you know, bullshit, dude. It's hundreds of dollars for your lights, thousands of dollars for your cameras, and even more for your computers. And if you want quality sound, you might have to get an external soundboard. If you want... You know, you need mic stands. You need to fit, invest into a set. You need to do all of that. You know what I mean? It goes along with it. And especially, here's, here's the big kicker for y'all that got this dream of being creatives and podcasters. If you don't have a partner financially in a situation that understands exactly the way that you move, it's going to just be you. If you're willing to shell the money out or put yourself in a position in order to do that. I did that so I wouldn't spend all of my money renting space when I got my own space. I pay a mortgage on my house, so therefore I got my own space. I can do and I can construct and, and redo it accordingly. Um, Essentially, what it, what it, and, and even after you build it, they won't always come. You know what I mean? There is a, a structural thing that goes along with it. There are applications that you can get your podcast to the masses. And there, it's out there. It's out there in the atmosphere. It's out there in the ether. Everything is there. Our podcast comes out essentially once a week. Most of the time I get it on there and I get it on YouTube. Um, our Patreon never really got fully up off the ground because... A Patreon, we we film two to three hour episodes per week, and I was going to give you extra footage. The bandwidth that it takes in order to post that is crazy. And it's something along the lines of close to $1,000 a year in order to do a situation with the bandwidth. Now, you can do that, but you got to gotta have a situation that's dedicated and to make sure that you get that. But also, it's about bringing the masses to what you're trying to do. You can build the biggest fucking stadium, but if you play... You know what I'm saying? If you play Little League football in there, you're not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your Little League football could be the best football that anybody's ever seen. It doesn't matter because it's not appealing 
to the masses of it. Social media doesn't even make it appeal to the masses unless you're ridiculously popular. Some people have a starter kit. Some people don't. I don't have a fucking starter kit. I've never had a starter kit. You know what I mean? Even the rap that I've done, even the fans that I have with that, no. This podcast does not do huge numbers. Um, But it's very much sound quality and, and visually should be able to. There is a world out here that we, I think there's a world between production and, and, and passion that we don't understand. I don't know if that world is popularity. I don't know if that world is um, a situation in you, into which that you find your niche. Um, because I always wonder what separates the good from the bad, especially when it comes to opinions. And it's tough because you don't fucking know. Nobody knows. Nobody really essentially has an idea of what it takes to be to, to give good product. People just put what they their vision of something out there and they just hope for the best. I know I do. You know what I'm saying? Week in and week out or whatnot, I try to bring you the ha-ha, the funny. We don't write jokes down. We don't do none of that extra shit or whatnot. We come out here and we try to be creative and we try to be funny and we try to steer you in the right direction and make this shit entertaining. But... It, it it's it's rough, and it takes it takes a strain a lot of times on your mental health because you feel like you're putting everything that you got into it, but there's always more that you can put into it. Um. So just like you know, podcasting, just like you know, any other job, just like something that you're trying to start. Listen, y'all, it's not simple. It's not simple. It's not cake. It's not easy. And you have to essentially really, 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 really want it from the front to the back. And essentially, staying in your own cocoon is not going to get you where you want to be. And I think that I, that's something I had to realize throughout this entire journey. Because I'm not one to sweat anything, anybody about anything. I say what I say. I ask what I ask. I acquire what I acquire. But the problem with it is, is, is that it's tough because you got to get people... You, gotta, you essentially got to set up a plan, have a backup, and then back that up with another backup. And then maybe if you can back that up, you know what I mean? Pause. But you know what I'm saying? That's real rap. That's um, It's so hard to explain to you exactly what it is because your journey might not be my journey. What I'm just telling y'all is that this, everything that this comes from, if you've been around from the beginning, this comes directly from the muscle of stuff that I'm trying to build and I'm trying to put, put into place or whatnot. And I wish this was everything that I wanted to do. I wish this was everything that I that I wanted it to be. But it is still growing. It's still in the pattern. And I'm still going to continue to try to bring y'all the best, the best product that I could possibly bring. Um, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, I mean, I've bought billboards. I've hung up signs at the bus stops or whatnot. I've, you know what I mean, bought other guests in and whatnot. This this shit is hit or miss. Podcasting is hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think I'm past the point into which that if therapy, therapy, therapy is a word? Whatever. It's therapy for me because I've been down that road. I do that shit on, I do this shit on a regular basis. I can talk about shit in my sleep. That's the name of the game. But, Think all in all, we have to come. I'm coming to the realization now 
that everything that I'm going to give you guys from now on is coming directly from a place in my heart into which that I want to give it to you. I can't be steadily, steadily reaching to be something that I'm not or to reach in a way that's going to benefit me on the back end because that's bullshit. It's bullshit. And I think that anybody that's trying to start anything, do it because you fucking love it. Do it because you love it. And when you don't love it no more, don't do it no more. Rap. I did rap because I loved it. I did rap because I fucking loved it. And the moment that I stopped loving it, I didn't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? I haven't written a rap in eight years because I don't love it no more. And that's the that's the God's honest truth. That's the God's honest truth. But I mean... Here's my thing, especially when we start talking about, you know, this shit, bro. I don't, I mean, this is, this is what it is. This is what it is. The Mr. Know It All podcast is what it is or whatnot. It will continue to grow. It'll get better. It'll be, it'll, it, it, it could be the shit, but I'm, I, it's so hard for me to sit there and say, I want y'all to hear this or whatnot. It would take a couple miracles, a few blessings for it in order to get to a certain path. Would I love for it to get to that path? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I would love for y'all to see exactly what, you know what I'm saying, what this could be on, on a, you know what I mean, on a high, high platform. Um, And I'm not, I'm never saying that I'm, I'm too proud, you know what I mean, for, you know, for it to, to not to happen. I, I just, you know what I mean, want to let you know that, that, that I, it's here. It's here. Um, backlog of 108 episodes. You know what I'm saying? You may enjoy some more than you, you do others, but that's that's life. You know what I'm saying? But I can't sit here and... I don't think I can sit here and be the guy that's, that's, that's begging or, or really, really wanting people to see something that they don't want to see. Or care about something that you don't want to care about. You know what I mean? I mean shit, because you got family that don't... I got family that don't even listen to the fucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a shit about this. They don't know nothing about it or whatnot. If I get a deal, that's a seven-figure deal tomorrow or whatnot, guess how much the numbers up go, go up substantially. So why should I trust in anything about, about a person's intentions? You know what I'm saying? We don't know what we want. The fans, people don't know what they want until they get it. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is a good look. You know what I mean? And I think that I'm going to continuously, you know, be here in order to, you know, bring this to y'all. In days like today, I think it's just good to sit and reflect about shit. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just good to, it's just good to reflect, man. It's good to understand exactly where you stand in, you know what I mean, in the greater scheme of things, you know, you know, just, just know who you are, respect what you've done and, and show love to the people that are actually showing love to you. So I want to thank the people that, that continuously listen to the Mr. Know-It-All podcast on a regular basis. 
and continue to listen because I'm going to continue to bring it to you in the moment that I'm going to be honest with you. The moment that I can't do it no more, I won't do it no more. You know what I mean? But we haven't really, we haven't really crossed that, we haven't really crossed that that threshold yet. I think, uh, I think we here, I think, um, you know, we here, man. So thank y'all uh, for listening. Um, <sighs> matter of fact, let me play something real quick. Just take me back, you know what I'm saying, to the time that I was in love with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Another bump. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how this this plays off. Uh, this is Bree Flow, League of Extraordinary MCs. Let me see something real quick. Yeah, we got this new shit called Bree Flow. Yeah.
Yeah, man, that was Brie Flow. Oh, shit, it's a whole lot. Oh, I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for that. Oh, well, what is all this shit? I don't know what this... I hate this shit because you don't know what the fuck's point. Yeah, sometimes you got to X out of everything. <laughs> don't know what that was. Oh, man. Yeah, nah, that was just, you know, certain things fun. Oh, one thing that I didn't mention. Um, The Kanye doc. I didn't say anything about the Kanye doc, and I'm going to be honest with you or whatnot. The first two episodes was a master class into which in, in into perseverance. Um, you can kind of see the change start to come in the middle of the second episode with Kanye. It was a oh, it was big time, man, because it was really, really showing exactly the way that he was moving and what he did in order to get, you know what I mean, you know, the college dropout joint through the wire and all that shit popping. And as he elevated, you could kind of see, you know, just a little bit of changes that go on between, you know, late registration and graduation. You can kind of see these things. Maybe how some of the relationships became strayed. Um, by the third one, I didn't like the way that he was depicted. And I think it was more along the lines of, um, you know, the cutting away of the camera. And we just had a long discussion about, you know what I'm saying, how I feel, you know what I'm saying, all the success and the things that we want to do kind of affect our mental health. And, you know what I mean? Or maybe that's the way that I feel like I was coming in. Maybe you didn't pick it up that way. But... I just don't, to me, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with sometimes snapping out. There's, some, there's nothing wrong with sometimes saying exactly the way that you feel. There's nothing wrong sometimes with being at the point into which that you just want to fucking scream. It's not showing that you got a screw loose. It's showing that maybe you're more grounded in the way that you need to deal with things. Nigga, I know, let me tell you something, man. I know what it's like. To feel like things aren't going your way. Or to feel like things are going your way. To take a moment and reflect and thank God. Or sometimes even to take a moment, reflect, and, and, and take a step back and maybe cry. You know what I'm saying? Maybe get hype over something. Maybe punch a wall. These are human emotions, man. Everybody is not fucking sick. Everybody's not sick because of this. Everybody is not to the point. Matter of fact, I think everybody is sick. Maybe that's what it is. We all have some sort, of, some form of mental health or something like that that we're going through. But now it's like a crush to lean on, or maybe it's it's even it's an out for people. It's easy to say, oh well, yeah, that nigga's on that that nigga's fucked up. You know, his mental health is bad. So therefore, I just don't like the way they depicted him at the end of the movie. I mean, at the end of the document, my documentary. I'm I'm I'm. It's a little off for me. Turning the cameras off the. You know what I'm saying? Where he was kind of, you know what I mean? He's not, he, he's trying to be creative. Dude, I've, all of us have done that. You come up with a fly hook and whatnot, and you don't know all the words to it, but you know the melody that you wanted to go through, and you keep saying it here, saying it here, saying it here, saying it here. Creatives are different types of creatives. Um, there's nothing off the rocker about Kanye. Now, the whole stalking his wife shit, eh. Listen, I always told you, I mean, it's a different bag when it comes to these bitches. Excuse me, excuse my language. It's a different bag when it comes to these women. You niggas be moving crazy when it comes to them. You know what I'm saying? Like some of y'all just just don't, y'all ain't got your heads together. He, one of them people or whatnot. Maybe he feels as if that because of the situation he's invested. Come on, man, he's invested eight years into this woman. He got four fucking kids together. Maybe he's feeling a way about that situation. Maybe because it's a situation that he can't control. He can make billions of dollars, but he can't keep his family together. Understandable, man. Understandable. We don't know what that man's going through, but what I do know is I just don't like the way that they 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 made it seem as if that 
everything was everything was falling apart at the scene. It was like his money was rising, his popularity is rising. He's becoming one of the goats, but his brain is going away. Like he got some sort of, you know what I'm saying, dementia, Alzheimer's. Or he's starting to become, no, it's evolution. And I honestly think that it's a situation in, to which that, like even with Cootie, I didn't like, like my whole situation, the situation with Cootie, if you didn't see the, if you didn't see the documentary, Cootie is the guy that, that filmed all the footage from since like 2001. Like Cootie has been around. Both from Chicago, comedian, cameraman. And uh, I say, what, probably about, I think him and Kanye fell out of touch in like 2012 or something like that. And it was like a big gap in between the times into which that he was able to film. But he picked back up or whatnot, you know, later on. But I think Cootie felt the way or whatnot because it's like, all right, it's a bigger, you know, situation. I Who knows? I don't, nobody knows what it's like to be as famous and as popular and as big as Kanye West. There are very few people on this planet that know what that's like. Um, he was having a conversation with his dad on the phone with Cootie back in like 2020. They were they were in Japan or something like that, and he was looking to buy some sort of special specialty like art bowls or some shit like that. And um, Cootie said to him from behind the camera, "Tell your pop I said what's up." He's like, "Oh, pop." Now mind you, this is somebody Cootie was feeling as if that him and Kanye was straight. Like Kanye was at a point in no return where he didn't like remember a lot of things or something. You know what I mean? Like he just didn't recall, or maybe he was a little out of touch reality. He's like, oh man, this is cool. He was like, he was like, oh pop, Cootie said, what's up? And he, he turned the camera to him. He was like, well, who's that? He was like, he was like, man, you know, I used to always talk about Cootie back in the day when I first got on and whatnot. He, he was close to me and mom and whatnot. He did through the wire and started essentially running down twenty years of material that he was doing with him. He was like, yo, do me a favor, send my dad all the stuff that you did for me. See, I think sometimes. We think we know, but we don't know. And I wish Cootie would have stopped and turned the camera to himself and said, damn, I didn't know that that still meant that much to him. <laughs> I, yo, narratives is a motherfucker. Paint any situation that you want to about anything, but you just don't know what everything is until you know what everything is. You know what I'm saying? And And even if... There is a sickness that plagues somebody like Kanye. <sighs> Don't take away the credibility of who he is. You know what I'm saying? His his factor of understanding, his, you know what I'm saying? Just just his ability to be him. Cause by the end of it, you're making it seem like we're writing this fucking eulogy for this man who does who is doing nothing but great things when it comes to his art. Like I said, we all got problems. His is on the public. Look, he puts it out there, whatnot. He hates his wife's new boyfriend and whatnot, and and he been wanting his family back. And listen, you can blame that on him for dealing with a Kardashian. I don't know, man. But honestly, I think Cootie kind of owes an explanation to the rest of us about kind of the way that 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 started to wrap up. Because I just didn't like it. I didn't like what, what was being... You made it seem as if that you were protecting Kanye rather than 
that rather than trying to help tell his truth or whatnot. Kanye never looked at you and told you to turn that camera off after that one show. He never looked at you and said, you know what I'm saying? He, when he was having an episode and when he was running for president and when he was doing all this extra shit and, you know what I'm saying, screaming things at the top of his lungs on a private jet. You know what I'm saying? You turned it off because you felt as if that he was having a breakdown. He told you that mental health was a thing for him or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? We all struggle with this shit. We all struggle with this shit. But you can't, you can't, the moment that you choose to paint a certain narrative or to show a certain thing to people, especially when it comes to things like mental health, you're essentially non-directly saying that you're better. You probably say like, well, like, what you mean by that? You, you're not essentially saying that you're better. Nobody, he didn't say he's better at work. Listen, you can't do shit like that to people. It used to be an old church saying, don't, and I'm saying in the Bible, don't take, worry about the speck in your eye. What, no, 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 don't try to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye when you got a whole fucking plank in yours. Meaning that you got your own woes, your own worries. We don't know exactly. My thing, the only one of the reasons why is that because I don't know how Cootie felt about Kanye's success. I know that Cootie was always around. I know that he wanted things to be the way that they was before. I know that he was successful in his own right and he did his own thing and whatnot, but I don't know how he felt towards Kanye about the way that he dealt with his success. I know he felt like he wanted the best for him. My thing is that you... I don't know, man. I think it's just, we just owe it all to each other or whatnot to, to treat each other with the utmost respect. Especially when you start talking about something that that that's, that money is being made off of. Netflix, and I'm not damning Netflix, but I'm just saying that the more controversial this shit was, the better it would have been. I'm glad it kind of turned out the way it was because it showed that he was more of a genius than, than a tyrant. Now, he's done some tyrant shit and he continues to do some tyrant shit, but this man's legacy... Is, is going to be a big, big deal, especially if he can bring it around full circle. His mom said something to him, and I'm going to leave us on this, because I can't stop thinking about it, because it can be interpreted in many different ways. It was line she said, and I actually wrote this on uh, IG. A giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. Everybody sees the giant. But a giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. He's too big to even understand what his own reflection means because he doesn't see anything. It's bigger than the mirror. Giant looks in his mirror, looks in the mirror and sees nothing. Humbling yourself is always a good thing, but sometimes you do always have to recognize that you're a giant. Even on a smaller scale, shit, shit, that's what keeps me going. Whether you understand it or not, or whatnot, I am a giant. And if you have it inside of you and that's the way that you feel, then can't nobody tell you the way that you feel. He said he felt like he's God. Somebody looked at him and said, who the fuck do you think you are? I just told you who the fuck I thought I was. I'm a god. A giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. 
You know what I'm saying? All right, y'all. I'm gonna wrap this episode up or whatnot. I didn't think I would be talking about myself for the, <laughs> talking about myself for this long, man. Um, I want to thank everybody. You know what I mean for checking it out, for listening and whatnot. Hopefully next week we'll be back on track to get things back in the gear. Um, episode 108. Let me shout out to uh, all the platforms. Every every digital streaming platform that fuck with us. Um, everything that we've had going and we will have going in the future. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep moving forward. Just check us out. Check our back catalog and everything that we got going on. Get with us on IG at Mr. Underscore Know-It-All underscore pod. The Facebook fan page, the Mr. Know-It-All podcast fan page. And please send us all your fuckery, duckery, and schmuckery over to the Gmail account at Mr. Know-It-All pod at gmail.com. That's Mr. Know-It-All pod at gmail.com. Um... This has been fun, man. I think I should do this like once a quarter where I just sit down and I vent. You know what I mean? Get shit off my chest because, you know, it, it's necessary, man. There's nothing wrong with saying the way that you feel. One day we're going to have some real, real conversations about some real, real shit. If I could give y'all everything that I wanted to give y'all, <laughs> I'm sorry. I would have to get paid in an extreme amount in order to do that. But I, I mean, honestly, like, like I want to really, really thank y'all, those that tune in. You know what I mean? Regardless how big the numbers get or how minute they are on the back end, listen, this is, this is what it is, man. Um, I wish I could find a big ass look. Office space is going crazy right now. You know what I mean? They trying to talk people going back into work. But maybe I will find you know a, a space in order to to grow this thing. Um, I'm just, you know, just trying to get my prayer game together, man, because things are just not, you know what I'm saying? They're not where I want them to be. But in God's accordance, they're exactly where they need to be. So now it's time to say goodbye to all my Negro friends. Love y'all to death. Thank y'all. Episode 108 is in the books. Peace out to you. Talk to you soon. And as always, you cannot forget, and you must always remember. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Thank you, Mr. Know-It-All.